Welcome back to Story of Buddha. Today we are doing series two of Dharma for Children. Let's left let's read where we left off last time. After returning to the palace, the prince was unhappy all day long. He was wondering why people would turn old and would contract disease. With all the luxuries he had, he did not know how to alleviate the suffering of the masses and how to make them live in comfort. The king was aware of the unhappiness of his son, but considered this is mere incident. He pressured. This prince to go on another tour. This time, he decreed that all the people of the kingdom should help avoid any unpleasant encounters. The king even ordered Devanta to be the prince's escort, as he believed Devanta's. Accomplishment. Martial arts could help the prince muster more courage. They rode on a big white ox down Dragon Carriage with Devanta seated behind the prince. Along the way, he saw the people greeted the prince zealously, and he was jealous. Not long after, they accidentally came upon a funeral process, which blocked the way of the prince's carriage. The men who walked in front were crying, while all the women looking. Looked sad and miserable. The prince said to Devata that they might as well turn back. Devata scorned. The prince was being afraid of dead people and said he was truly the proud prince. The prince thought, although Devata is scornful of others, no one in the world could stay alive forever. Before we get back into today's episode, I would like to tell you that we have a donation button, and all donations go to Buddhist charities. If you would like to donate, please. Go to the description of today's episode, and you can find it there. Bye bye. It is only a matter of time before he joins the process of the dead. He was then in mood to appreciate the scenery along the way, so he returned to the palace in in total silence. In all these tours, the prince always 
set out in high spirits, but returned in a somber move. He remained silent and unhappy, despite the fact that he, his beautiful wife, Yasohara, was by his side and had not long ago given birth to a son, Rahakula. Images of the cold, the sick, and the dead constantly haunted the mind of the prince. He thought that even his beautiful wife and the and baby son could not escape from the cycle of old age, sickness, and death. Human life was an ill. Illusionary and unreal, like images of flowers in the air or the moon in the water. When King Sudhana learned of the prince's state of mind, he feared that Asta's prophecy. Prophecy might come true, so he immediately called his ministers to a secret conference. They decided to build a summer palace for the prince and to let him enjoy the material pleasures of singing, dancing, and other entertainment. One day, while in the garden, the prince observed the. Fish in the pond fighting amongst themselves for food, with the big fish eating the small and the and the small fish eating their shrimp. This was the fight for survival among living organisms, with the strong preying on the weak. As for humans, they waged wars out of selfishness. The prince, the prince, was complimenting on its origin and how to stop it. One woman, wine, woman, and the song could not arouse the interest of the prince, who was puzzled by the problems of old age, sickness, death, and um, permanence. No. He wanted to seek out ways to mean and means of. Emancipation from the sufferings of life. To him, this was of utmost importance. When the prince returned to his bedroom, his wife and son had already gone to sleep. He visualized that his, that his wife. 
legs become weak and old, and his son would die someday. At a strong fear of impermanence came to his mind. At that moment, he finally decided to lead a monastic life to seek the way of incompatience. And it attained a life from perfect goodness. But before we continue today's episode, we would like to take a moment to thank you guys for listening to our podcast. If you enjoy our podcast, be sure to share it with your friends and rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for your support, and back to the episode. He walked out of the summer palace, went straight to the tables, mounted a horse, and started an unusual journey. He said to his attendant, Chadakka, "I have decided to lead a religious life and to seek out." The truth in other to resolve the problem of life and death, and to redeem the suffering masses. On hearing that, Chadaka was terrified. Sobbing, he began the prince not to leave the palace, but the prince was determined, and no one could stop him. So Chadaka went along with him. The prince rode. The prince rode his horse to the foot of the a hill. Further ahead was the forest of Acacias. He dismounted and led his horse to drink water. And to rest, rest a little while. His prince then said to Chadaka, "I have to seek out the truth alone. Shh, you should go back to the palace." Chadaka broke in tears and knelt on the ground. The prince handed him. His precious dress, his crown and jewels, he sent back. He sent him back to the palace to break the news to the king that the prince had gone to the forest of Asakas to seek the truth and resolve human suffering. Chadaka looked unwillingly at the prince, who then pulled out his dagger and cut off his hair to show his determination. Chadaka could not help but leave and return to the palace to report to the king. In the forest of Akatas, there were many practicing Akatas. The prince consulted one of the elders. How can I attain true enlightenment and emancipation? 
Okay, so that's going to be the end for today's episode. Thank you for listening. And next time we will be leaving off where we left off. So thank you for listening. I'll see you next time. Thank you.